Well, I, I, uh, I appreciate the warm welcome, and I'm very happy to be here. And uh, it's just lovely to see so many practitioners, and it's wonderful to see another monastic. It's rare when I'm teaching that I have monastics that are present, and it's just a delight. So thank you for coming. Um, the topic of Buddhism in the body, I imagine some of you might be curious what that actually means. And uh, for me, over the last uh, five, ten years, it has been increasingly apparent that what is needed is to be able to feel and experience insight at the level of the body. And when we, uh, you know, for myself as a practitioner, uh, there are no shortage of determination and no shortage of effort, no shortage of faith. But it's taken a long time to learn how to allow attention to just stay with body sensations and use the foundation of the first foundation of mindfulness as a not just a kind of a, a stepping stone, but as a as an anchor, as a as a way of allowing attention to rest and settle, and as a way of finding uh, an increased uh, sense of ease and well-being and insight. You know, one of the things that happened yesterday was we were we were talking about uh, envisioning a new model and some of the sorrow and sadness that has come from injury when the sensitivity has not been where it's needed or there's been uh, a lack of care or respect. And the topic of grief was one of the things that we were discussing and how grief is actually something that we hold in our bodies. We need to see that and feel that and know that and release it at the body level in order to move through it. And yet, if the practice is or oriented towards concept or towards seeing it as mental phenomena, then sometimes the layer, the subtlety of being with the body sensation is something that we miss. And so when we miss it, then what happens is we're not actually completely letting go. And then that lack of letting go carries over into the next, into the next, into the next. And so we have a, a kind of an accumulation that we bring with us because we haven't developed the sufficient capacity to allow attention to rest with the body awareness. So when we look at the framework of the Buddhist teachings as something that, uh, you know, all aspects of it, we can find a, a correlate, we can find a correlate of the Four Noble Truths, we can find a correlate of thought, we can find a correlate of mood and emotions as a physical experience, then what that gives us is a key to being able to untangle and unravel everything that we know at the level of our body. And so Buddhism in the body is not a kind of... Um, Buddhism for babies. <laughs> it's a um, it's a way of um, allowing a deep integration of the truths in a way that really allows a kind of sense of freedom and sense of, of uh, opening and liberation. You know, I'm wondering with so many people over here if I might be better off with this microphone over here. Okay.
Thank you. So um, here we are. Up. Is that better? Can you hear now? No. Yes. No. Is this better? No. Here we all are, and, and uh, you know, one of the things that I felt a tremendous sense of joy in coming up into this area was getting a sense, because I have never been, I mean, I've, I've been born in California, I've never been to this area before, so this is the first time, and, and I come and I'm delighted with the, um, the, the feeling tone and the nature, you know, we're, right now we're in a very beautiful center that's used by nuns as practice together. But what really gladdens my heart is the level of commitment of the practitioners as I get a feeling of some of the people and how long you've been practicing and how well established your community is. And, uh, to me, there's a, a, a sweet joy when I come in contact with mature practitioners and communities that have been practicing together for a long time. So I really am very happy to be here. Um, what I'd like to do is, uh, I'd like to start. I'd like to start with standing meditation. So I'd like to invite everyone to stand up. view that we've got the language that mirrors it. So we go sit with John, we go sit with Jack, we go sit with Ajahn Sumedha. We don't meditate with them, we sit with them. You know, so our whole languaging reflects that our sense of what meditation is is about one posture. It is not about one posture. It's about bringing awareness into the fullness of our, our whole experience, our whole lives. So starting with standing, you can leave your eyes open if that feels like it's easier for you to have balance. And just allow your eyes to be cast downwards, maybe six feet in front. And then let your feet spread out and your toes spread out. And allow your feet to be about hips width apart. And just imagine that there's a kind of deep rootedness that comes from the bottom of your feet, goes through the carpet and through the floorboards, through the foundations into the earth. We're surrounded by the vitality of an abundant spring growing earth. So we can we can connect into that if we choose to. And then allowing the ankles to relax and the knees to relax. And the knees are just slightly bent. And then the sacrum is flat. So if we imagine the fox having a nice big bushy tail, we tuck the tail between our legs and that flattens the sacrum. And then the belly is soft. And then the shoulders just slide back and down just a fraction, just allowing the chest to open. And the neck elongates. 
uh, elongates by the chin tucking in just a fraction, maybe a quarter of an inch or so. And then the top of the head makes the highest point, and then the fingers are just relaxed and curled to the side. So at any point during standing meditation, if you feel dizzy or faint or it feels uncomfortable, please trust your own internal sense and change posture and sit down. So standing, and what we wanted to do is to initially go through a deep relaxation process. It's really important to learn how to relax, to cultivate relaxation. And when we're standing, it's helpful because when we relax deeply, we don't fall asleep, or at least that's the idea. So what I find really helpful is just imagining or allowing the body to become as if it was lead. Metal and earth is very quiet, doesn't move very quickly still, very little activity. So lead, allowing the feet to become heavy. (coughs) Heavy and pulling into the earth. And as it becomes heavy, there's very little sensation that you feel. So there's a wave of heaviness that moves up from the soles of the feet (coughs) through the different parts of the body. And each time this heaviness affects a particular area of the body. The body becomes still and quiet and feels heavy. There's a little sensation present there. So we are bringing the earth element into awareness and focusing on that. Feet become heavy. The ankles are heavy. And the calves and the shins are heavy. (coughs) And the knees are heavy. And as they become heavy, there's very little sensation, very little movement, very little activity. It's this heavy pulling into the earth, the legs, the thighs, the back of the thighs, all become heavy. And the whole of the pelvic floor and the pelvic girdle, all of that becomes heavy, quiet, still, and pulling into the earth. The sacrum and the lower belly. Quiet, 
stiff and heavy, pulling into the earth. The middle of the back. <coughs> Around the solar plexus area. sternum and the corresponding area in the back, all of it just becomes heavy, a wave of heaviness like lead moving through this part of the body. The chest, top of the chest, and the back that corresponds to the top of the chest, to the collarbones. Now the fingertips, so sensitive, they become heavy like lead, there's so little sensation, just this weight pulling, palm of the hands become heavy, back of the hands become heavy, the wrists are heavy, and the forearm is heavy. Elbows heavy. And the top of the arm, the underside of the top of the arm, and the top part of the top of the arm, all of that very quiet, still, and heavy. Dense, weighty. So now from the bottom of the feet all the way up to the collarbones, there's this heaviness and very, very still, quiet body. And the neck. The front of the neck and the back of the neck, all the way to the jaw. The jaw becomes heavy and the mouth opens, drops slightly because it's so heavy. The lips, the tongue, the base of the tongue, the roof of the mouth, all of it becomes heavy and very quiet. Cheeks, eyes, ears, and behind the eyes, all of it becomes heavy, thick, dense, still. pulling into the earth, forehead, and then behind the head, the back of the head, at the base of the skull, and then the scalp, all the way to the top of the head. So just taking a couple more breaths and just feeling what the body feels like when it's like this. Quiet, still, heavy, pulling into the earth, very little sensation <coughs> Thoughts.
how we can bring our attention and breath. Let it mix with the life force energy that's in the earth and in the trees all around, flowers that are blooming, shrubs that are blooming. Allow that life force energy through awareness and breath to begin to start enlivening our feet. And when it enlivens and awakens, then the sensations become apparent and are received in awareness. The soles of the feet and the top of the feet wake up with awareness and breath. The ankles, shins and calves start to feel the effect of life force in the presence of awareness and breath. So obviously our actual physical breath is not coming into our ankles but the prana or life force of breath can. Calves and the shins, the knees, all begin this wave of awakening, lightening, waking up, and just allowing into awareness whatever sensations tingle pressure, hot or cold, is present. The knees and the thighs, the front part of the thigh and the back part of the thigh all start to wake up. Suffused with awareness and breath, prana, life force energy, into the pelvic girdle, pelvic floor, sacrum, the lower abdomen and the small of the back, all of it begins to enlighten, lighten up, wake up. solar plexus area and the corresponding area <coughs> in the middle of the back. The sternum and the area in the back behind between the shoulder blades. Begin to tingle with awareness 
and breath, life force coming into the fingers. The palms of the hands, the back of the hands, the wrists. elbows, the upper arms, the underside of the upper arms and the top side of the upper arms until the shoulders. Suffused with awareness and filled with breath, the whole body from the soles of the feet all the way up to the collarbones, the shoulders, awakened. And now the neck. front of the neck and the back of the neck, moving up them slowly, bringing awareness and breath and life force. allowing the whole experience of awareness suffusing the whole body, breath suffusing the whole body. And using memory, contrast what this feels like to what it felt like when you first stood up. So what happened? It's a, a process of bringing attention into particular areas with particular themes that supports the change. That's all that has happened. And so this choice of how we place our attention is a choice that we have. And until there are extreme situations where we relinquish that choice, we take that choice with us wherever we go. So how does the body feel now? What is the quality of awareness for resting and connected to the body now? Where are the places that feel numb, or tight, or tense, or painting? is how we can bring attention. So what is an invitation now is with the same interest and care and connectedness to our physical body and the sensations in the body, change postures and come to sitting. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.com. 
donate.